Hello. What's she doing? Wondering how you're doing, Miss Hurricane Lady. I'm not flying away yet. <laughs> but we're wiggling outside, so we must have another band coming through. None of that Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Yeah, none of that yet. Except for maybe a few leaves. They may have ended up in the street behind us or oh, no. you know, we may have gotten some of them. There are leaves from the street behind us. I don't know. <laughs> leaves everywhere. <laughs> leaves everywhere. Everywhere. It almost looks like fall. Kind of gets me a little excited. <laughs> I should put my Halloween decorations up. No. You might want to wait till the majority of hurricane season's gone, else you won't have no. any Halloween decorations left. That would be tragic. I would cry. I'm I would sure literally would. cry. Don't mess with my Halloween decorations. Although we do have, uh, yesterday we kind of did our last minute. I mean, everybody has been telling us every time you go to the store, just kind of grab a case of water and like a gallon of water. So we've got plenty of water and we had plenty of foods, but there were a few last minute items we needed to go get. And I was like, surely we're going to go to Walmart. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be empty. They're not going to have anything, but we'll just kind of go and see what they have. I was so impressed. They had like two pallets of water up front so people could literally just grab some water and check out if that's all you needed. The shelves were pretty bare, but there was still food there, you know, there was still, I mean, they had a a very good variety, but I feel like they weren't, they were just restocking enough for people to kind of grab one or two. And then somebody would come add a couple more because they may lose power. So all the cold stuff they had pretty much prepared for when they do lose power, close everything down. Um, but I was really impressed. Like they had, they had everything: waters, cokes, beers, uh, eggs, milk. I <laughs> mean, whatever you needed. It was there. well, you know, you got oh, ooh, we got a little testy outside. I don't know. Got a little, got a little angrier. Um, but it's. Uh, I was really impressed. I was like, hey, and then we were gonna, uh, you know, pick up some dog food and some cat food just to make sure, you know, in the event that we got stuck out here for for a little amount of time yeah um but the nearest place that sold the dog food that we feed our our dog was like 12 minutes away but because everybody was a is evacuating louisiana we had to get on the interstate and we kind of were looking at the interstate and we could get there but it was getting back that was not gonna happen so we decided we would just buy a little cheap dog food bag at walmart and Hope for the best. Feed him that. Yeah. <laughs> if we needed to. So we're just like, okay, well, let's flip a bitch. Let's let's come back and yeah. we'll just not. I'm really impressed. Like, pretty, pretty impressed with uh, how everybody's pretty much handled this. The beach that we love to go to is underwater right now. Yeah. We've kind of been watching that slowly. But, uh, I mean, we still have power and we froze a couple of gallons of water in our freezer so if we did lose power that would stay cold a little longer yeah bathtubs are full of water just in case and oh nice yeah we're gonna get this bad boy recorded so y'all got something to listen to next week <laughs> <laughs> we'll get an update next week on how it all went right yeah. by the time this comes out we will have survived our first hurricane 
kind of like the outskirts of a hurricane. So that's exciting. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't go go too terribly. Yeah. It's like a housewarming present from Mother Nature. Thanks. 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 It's just what we wanted. A cat for a hurricane. Well, I knew it was going to be interesting when my insurance lady emailed me a list of numbers for claims. Yeah, that was Friday. She emailed me and I was like, okay, let me just star this email. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I don't know what to do, but that's when we weren't unsure where we were still unsure if it was going to hit more the Mississippi side or Texas side. So we were just like, well, you know, but looks like, I mean, we're going to ride it out clearly. I mean, we're still here. So, so how was your week? Oh, it was okay. Um, busy with school, busy procrastinating school. Um, uh-huh. but I'm almost done. Like I'm almost done. I just need to focus. But I have a four day weekend this coming weekend. Much excited. Well, yeah. This month is super stupid busy. Uh, got a lot of trainings to do for work, so I'll be traveling around or teleworking or. <sighs> it is the it's the holiday weekend. Volunteered to work Monday because we get it's a paid holiday, but if I work, I'll get an extra eight hours. And I was like, Yes, yes, please. I have a mortgage payment coming up. Let me let me work some more. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that'll be good. I'll attempt to be adulty and catch up on that. So I'm a, like, I'm not super far behind, I'm just a little bit behind on some of my classwork. Um, I'm behind on my labs, like my lab practicals, though, because you have to download a video game for it. I just haven't downloaded the video game for it. But it seems pretty I'm straightforward, here. so. Okay. Um, you get to play a that, video game for your class? Yeah, so what they did was they took the, um, like, the field book. So if I was physically in class, I would end up buying a field book instead and physically going out and observing stuff. But since it's online... Uh-huh. They just created yeah. like a more fun experience so that you feel like you're in the field, but you're not. Well, that's that's pretty ingenious. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like playing video games? Right. And so I just have to download that. But they said you only need five weeks of labs. Like you have to do all your labs in the five week period to pass to get an A. And I'm only mm-hmm. on week seven. So I have a couple, oh, okay. couple weeks. I'll probably download it this this coming weekend so I can catch up. But yeah, um, other than that, not a whole lot. Played a little bit of WoW. I really want to be more involved in Final Fantasy. I just, I can't. Because I don't, like, you don't have the same friend network. Yeah. And I can't get my husband interested in doing it. Mm. So until okay. WoW actually dies, if it dies... I think they're trying to triage it and keep it alive forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that ever goes to the wayside, then at least we have games to go to. But yeah, I don't know. You purchase an Xbox. Get on ESO with me. Oh, it's not cross-platform, is it? Mm-mm. No, can't help you. Sorry. You have to get Xbox. <laughs> you have to. I've had one before. I ended up selling it. Like, the one I had in Italy. I was just like, I never fucking play this thing. So I sold it. But now you have a reason to play it. Yes. 
I wish it was cross-platform. Somebody needs to write a complaint. Cross-platform. I mean, I'm sure that they have. They just don't care. That's fair. Because that's how they make their money. This is true. It's their money. I just want to mention that this is the first time in a long time that I'm actually drinking coffee while doing this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking Pepsi because I feel like I probably should stay sober in the middle of a hurricane. Yeah, just in case. So, so I mean, you never know. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. Then you again, never, never a lot of people do the, you know, the whole hurricane party thing. I know. But uh, I think that, like, we went over to my uncle's last night and they were going to have a game night. And we were not expecting a game night. And so we came back home because we were like, mm, you know, ne- maybe not. But I'm guessing that was their hurricane party. <laughs> and we just weren't picking up on the cues. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to we're just going to go back home. We got animals and responsibilities. And our first just, hurricane. Just, we want to make sure our house yeah. survives. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, the important so, things. But it was fun. We we got some pizza. Uh, Naked Fish and Friday went off without a hitch. Did I it? mean, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun. How many? Uh, like how many people per partook in these adventures? I think that we had eight, which Wait. is really not bad for when. I mean, we just kind of started that, and we kind of overlapped with the trial team, so. It kind of wasn't the best timing, but we had a lot of fun. Our uh, our GM was yelling in a zone chat for everybody to get naked, and we ended up getting some kid to join our guild. And I was nice. like, well, welcome to ESO. <laughs> like, you had to strip your two naked and go fishing. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Our GM is a little spitfire Irish girl who just gives zero fucks all the time and it's hilarious hilarious that's a good way to go so. about it though oh yeah that's yeah we may have personality. yeah just because i love her accent she's got that thick irish accent and when she gets really if she's really into something or she's not really paying attention she speaks so fast and you're just like mm-hmm, yeah okay like you have no idea what you agreed with but you're not about to tell her no <laughs> <laughs> You just agreed. You're like, okay. All right. We love it. So pretty funny. So uh, with Naked Fishing Friday, you did say there was beer involved. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you Mm -hmm. beer it up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because it was Friday. So you didn't have to worry about a hurricane yet. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Oh, um, Oh, yeah. How many fishes did you catch? Uh, Well, I caught several, but. The, no, I meant as a collective achievement. Oh, I mean, I I don't know. You guys not share but the I species? do know to um get the achievement for the area that we were fishing. You had to collect twelve specialty fishies. How do you get twelve specialty fishies? You uh fish and pray that you get the get the It's very random. Okay. And so you know you got like your river, your lake. There's like foul fishing holes, and each fishing hole has a separate, um, like you've got worms for baits, insect parts, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. It's fun. I got all, all my 12 fishies. So, you guys don't share the fishies, you just strip naked and go fishy fishing? 
fishy fishing. So they don't have like yeah, well, special yeah. pools or something that you fish out of to get special fish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to well you can drink like this stuff and it lights up your oh, okay. your fish pole. Yeah. So and if you don't have that then you just look for the little fishies jumping. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So you do have to find a fishing hole. You can't just go up yeah. to any body of water and fish. Although that would be very convenient. That would be convenient. But no, you have to look for the sparkly hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really like I the, mean, sparkly <laughs> the sparkly hole. The sparkly hole. The sparkly hole. See, this is what you're missing without an Xbox. You yeah. could be naked fishing Friday with us and talking holes. about sparkly holes. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking your pole in the sparkly holes. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that kind of like bejazzled? <laughs> sure. It's a little bejazzled sure, hole. <laughs> a little bejazzled hole. It's, it's pretty comical. Oh. We have a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. Get very dirty very quickly, but um, uh, on a side note, kind of changing the subject, your mother messaged me. Oh yeah. And I'm supposed to ask you, what's the story with Lincoln Logs? What a random fucking thing! Like, what the hell, mom? <laughs> really? All right. So, hell, this was years ago now. I don't even know how long ago it was. But let's just say I'm already out of high school. I'm in the Navy. And my sister oh, so and I. wasn't that long ago. My sister and I were talking about. I've been in 15 years. It's been a while. Shh, we're not that old. Okay. Good so my sister and I were talking about toys that we had growing up that we really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. All right. And we were talking about these weird little plastic blocks my mom bought us. And we were talking about other fucking things. And Lincoln Logs came up. And I was like, oh, my God, I loved Lincoln Logs. Like, you could just do whatever you wanted. The little wooden blocks do whatever, you know, going on and on, blah, blah, blah. My mother took this as, oh, my God, Sarah wants Lincoln Logs. Oh, fun. Do you have a set of Lincoln Logs? I don't know where they're at. But I did get a set of Lincoln Logs. And let me just tell you what. My grandparents searched high and fucking low to get Lincoln Logs because they're oh, just, like, they're like a novelty toy now. So nobody fucking yeah. carries them. Yes. I don't even remember where they found them. I think they found them in Lincoln, Ohio or something. I don't know. <laughs> so my mother was like, Sarah, did you want Lincoln Logs for Christmas? I was like, what the fuck? No, why? Like, why would I want Lincoln Logs in my 20s? Like, what? And she's like, oh, no. Okay, well, um, your grandparents just scoured the earth looking for Lincoln Logs, and that's what you're getting for Christmas, so you better act surprised. <laughs> so here I am, 20-year-old me, in the fucking living room, surrounded by family, pretending to be excited about Lincoln Logs. I mean... I would have genuinely been excited for Lincoln Logs. <laughs> like, I was more annoyed. You're never too old to play with Lincoln Logs. Never. Yes, no, that's fine. But like, holy fucking Christ, man! They worked really hard to get you those Lincoln they Logs. Did. You better fucking find them. And you, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, now you have to build something and post it on. I don't Facebook. know where those Lincoln Logs 
those are. I don't know if my mom sold them at a yard sale. You'll have to ask her. Oh. Ask my mom this question. <laughs> mom, where are the Lincoln Logs? Where did you put Sarah's Lincoln Logs? <laughs> we'll play this tip for cat. That is the story of Lincoln Logs. Okay, well, it was definitely worth the wait. Oh, yes. Definitely worth the wait. Because she messaged me, I guess. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. And I was like, oh, it was yesterday because I thought we were going to record. I was like, oh, good. I'm not going to have to wait long. And then you lost power last night. Yeah, that storm was insane. Like when it started setting off car alarms, like mm-hmm. it was overhead. The whole building was shaking. And I just kept thinking, man, I'm going to be that anomaly that I'm just sitting here fucking off of my computer and the lightning's going to go through my headset. Like that's all I kept thinking. So I finally was just like, <laughs> after the power went out a couple of times and the internet wouldn't come back up, I was just like, Fuck it, I'm gonna go lay down. And yeah. that was at like nine thirty. And the storm kept going for another two hours, three hours. Oof. Oof. Anyway. Cray cray. It is Here time are. for another fucking another. episode. Coffee chaos shatter in the house. I mean, I'm really kind of excited for my topic because <laughs> I don't really know what I'm reading. <laughs> you know, like I want to be surprised, but I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. And my story isn't too long. It's interesting, I think. And of course, okay. I found it scrolling through Facebook news articles, like always. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about Am you? I going to? Yeah. You know, I uh, well, mine's pretty short, but it's like six short stories. How do you keep finding these short story like? I don't know. I'm novels. pretty sure that the. Uh... Am I going first, or are you going first? I don't. know. It doesn't matter. We can like Okay, well I'll go first. You can go first. Yeah, I'm about yeah, to yeah. I'm about to spoiler alert my topic. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the murder gods are just like, here are some short stories. Just in case you're in a pinch or going through a hurricane and you need a backup story, let's put this on some paper. I like that you call them so, murder gods. My murder gods. <laughs> um, So I'm actually, uh, I found this article about the top six bone chilling and scary murders. Okay. Now, did you go into any details on these murders or did you just go into what they gave you? I just, I started on my thing. I put start at bottom. And so we're going to start with number six. Okay. That works. (laughs) And I got this from scarestreet.com. Okay. The six scariest murders. I don't know what's happening. I haven't read most of these. Oh I don't God. think I've read any of them. But so number six. <laughs> we're starting with number six. <laughs> and we're, so uh, we're going to go backwards. So uh, number six, is, her name was Jessica Chambers. Okay. <laughs> so in December 6, 2014. Fairly, oh, so this is recent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Authorities in Cortland, Mississippi were called to a car fire in a rural road at approximately 8.15 p.m. 
When they arrived, they discovered a young woman standing in the ditch, still burning. Oh, my. You know, like, maybe this surprise thing for everybody is not the best idea. Like, <laughs> what happened to stop, drop, and roll? Uh, I mean, they pretty much... Like, she's just standing there burning. Remember that in What? Yeah. So she's standing in a ditch, still burning. Okay. Uh, okay. She has burned to over 98% of her body. The blaze had been so hot that it turned her black car white, incinerated her clothing, and blinded her. Her name was Jessica Chambers, and she died hours later from her, from her horrific injuries. Can you imagine the pain? But you would hope that by that point, she was in shock and couldn't feel anything. Well, it'd be shock and I think after you get into third degree burns, your body goes numb because you burn all oh. your nerve endings. Okay. So surely, surely it was. Uh... What's going on in here? <laughs> Will you give me some more coffee, please? Oh my God. Now I'm fucking slave or some shit. Will you give me some more coffee, please? With a white chocolate? <laughs> With a light chocolate? A white. I'm not racist. <laughs> all chocolate matters. It doesn't matter. The black, the white, the dark, it all matters. We love the chocolate. You're just going to have to pass on your story. <laughs> just going to stop recording. And we're back. All right. So <laughs> y'all have no idea what you just missed. It was so much longer. It was okay. stupid. All right. <laughs> According to a police investigation, Jessica was last seen by her mother when she told her that she was going to the gas station near her house to clean her car. Uh, at some point, she met up with someone who lured her to the rural road. Boy, I say that 10 times fast. Uh, before dousing her and her car in gasoline and setting it ablaze. Responders later reported that she said something like Eric or Derek while they were treating her, though this detail is hotly disputed. It's probably because she was not in her right state of mind, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, police questioned Jessica's ex-boyfriend and some of the rough crowd she was reported to be hanging around with before she died. She'd expressed concerns to her father, who was a mechanic for the sheriff's office. She said, everyone thinks I'm snitching because you work for the police. However, none of these leads panned out. And there was a widespread obsession over the case from online armchair detectives. Is that what they call those online people? Online armchair detectives. It might just okay. be one of those like negative nicknames. Maybe. Who knows? Okay. Um, there were theories that ranged from the involvement of her most recent ex-boyfriend, Ryan Rudd, despite the fact he lived in Iowa since 2013, to an attack by ISIS. Boy, that escalated quickly. Ex-boyfriend or ISIS. Um, it, uh, I paused. I paused oh, for a minute. Good. No, you're fine. 
it wasn't until police announced that they had uh, a suspect on February 23rd, 2016, uh, that anyone had any semblance to an answer. 27-year-old Quentin Tellis uh, had only known Jessica for two weeks, but he'd been pestering her for sex and had been repeatedly re- uh, refused. Phone records placed him with her at the time of her murder, and his DNA was found on her car keys. Uh, he was also suspected of another murder in Louisiana, that of a college student, Ming Chen. I'm not even going to attempt the other last name that she has here. In August of 2015, in his first trial, jury confusion led to a mistrial. Second trial resulted in a hung jury. He remains in prison on other charges while the prosecution decides whether they want to try him again. So that sounds to me like they don't quite have enough evidence. evidence. But... Evidence. It took them two fucking years to finally pinpoint this guy. Yeah. And, ha- like, where the fuck were her keys if they weren't on her person? Because if she was Yeah, you'd burning. think the fire, maybe she threw him out of the car? Or he well, threw no, them she out of the had- car. Oh, he was driving. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Didn't think about it and just threw the keys. Maybe. Lit the shit on fire and threw the keys. Who knows? We'll never know. Well, I'm sure if we looked into it more we would know and quentin does not sound like any like Derek or eric so i don't know maybe that's just what his friends called him maybe that was his middle name Uh, or she was just excuse me she was just out of her mind yeah yeah. but all right she was burned up pretty bad so yeah Yeah. (laughs) number five all right so number five September 8, 2009, a doctor student at the Yale School of Medicine entered a building on the New Haven campus. She never came out, and her body was discovered inside the building on September 13th, her wedding day. Oh, that's so sad. I really should read Four these before. Later. Yeah. Where, where was, was she her, found? Where was her body? Soon to be fiance. Why did it take four days? Okay. There's so many <sighs> questions. Okay. The, you know I what? Know. These mystery so. topic stories that you have are very mysterious. I know, and I had no answers. <laughs> I was like, just as confused as y'all. Okay. All right. So after she was reported missing by her roommates, police checked surveillance footage and discovered that she had gone into the building but never came out. Uh, they shut down the building on September 13th, discovered her body in a cable chase inside the wall of the laboratory in the basement. The autopsy confirmed that she had died from traumatic asphyxia due to neck compressions. So she was strangled. Strangled, yep. Uh, Because of the building's high security, police focused on Yale students and employees. On September 17th, they arrested Raymond Clark, a lab tech that had been working in the building when Lay disappeared. He entered a guilty plea on March 2011 in exchange for a 44-year prison term. Chillingly, he has never given explanation for the attack. That's insane. It's crazy. The fuck? The fuck and the fuck? Oh, oh number four is going to okay. be exciting. Number four. Let's go. 
Number four, the wood chipper murder. Wood chipper. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I okay, didn't read okay, this okay, one. Okay, okay. All right. November 19, 1986. Oh, the year I was born. Yay. Yay. Uh, Helly Crafts had been dropped off at her home by a friend. It was the last time anyone other than her husband, Richard, saw her alive. Oh, no. Husband Fucking Richard. I'm telling you, man. Over the next few weeks, he gave her friends and family a variety of stories about where she'd gone. Her friends notified police. That's what real friends do. Yep. And then, uh, and they began finding evidence that something terrible has happened. No, no. Police found that pieces of the carpet had been cut from the floor of the master bedroom. A smear of blood was found on the side of their bed. Uh, Richard's credit cards show that he made several unusual purchases around the time. Helle, I guess, is her name. Helle disappeared. A freezer that wasn't in the house, sheets and comforter, and the rental of a wood chipper. Hmm. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, really, dude? Wait, what did... If he was going to just throw in a wood chipper, what did he need a fucking freezer for? Well, he probably had to preserve the body. Oh, he probably, like, dissected it. Stored bits as he wood chippered it. Imagine turning that wood chipper in and be like, oh, yeah, like, sorry about this. A deer ran into it. Like, what fucking story would you come up with? I I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, a wood chipper. Okay, he rented a wood chipper. Yeah, like it. he didn't. Yeah, he didn't buy he it. Rent- he, oh, I mean, surely he hosed it out. He'd have to hose it out. He, I mean, he'd have to. Otherwise, you can't really explain it. Anyways, yeah. uh, he was seen using this last purchase near the shore of Lake Zor uh, on the night Helen was last seen, or Helle. It's not Helen. There's no N. But maybe it is Helen. And they forgot the N. Anyways. Um, when police searched the lake shore, they found metal and about three ounces of human tissue, including a tooth, a toenail covered in pink polish, bone chips, fingernails, thousands of hairs, and type O blood, which matched Helen. A chainsaw was found at the bottom of the lake, covered in blood and hair that could also be matched to Helle. Through a series of forensic experiments, I mean, you know, I don't really feel like forensics was needed at this time, however. But they did it, you know, just to probably, you know, you still got to do the whole. Seal the case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, investigators concluded that Richard had frozen his wife's body before feeding it through the wood chipper. The theory is that he killed her by striking her in the head with a blunt object and then kept her body on in the missing freezer for an amount of time before taking it to the lake where he dismembered her with a chainsaw when putting pieces through the wood chipper. Uh, Richard was arrested for his wife's murder in January 1986. His first trial resulted in a hung jury, but the second trial ended with a guilty verdict on November 21st, 1989. He was sentenced to 50 years in prison. (gasps) He's eligible for a parole this year. 
Yeah, but can you imagine how old he is? He's probably like in his that fucking eighties now. Yeah, just a little old guy. Um, with his little walkers, little canes. Yeah. Brutally murdered his wife. I wonder what she did to piss him off that bad. Like you would have to be seriously pissed off to murder a loved one, chop her up, and beat her through a wood chipper. Nah, he was probably one of those ultra-ly jealous types and thought that she was fucking around, and he probably decided, like, the easiest way to deal with this cheating bitch is to murder her and chop her up. Wow. Because people Mm -hmm. that are jealous or controlling or whatever go to extremes to, yeah. It's insane. That's what I'm gonna go with. That's the story I'm going with. Yep. I like it. I like it. All right, number three. (laughs) Arliss Perry. Uh, in October 12, 1974, a 19-year-old newlywed named Arliss Perry had gone to Stanford Memorial Church in Stanford, California. She wanted to pray after having an argument with her husband, Bruce. Okay. All right, Bruce, what'd you do? Oh, when she didn't return by 3 a.m., Bruce called the police and reported her missing. Her body was discovered at 5.45 a.m. by Stephen Crawford, a campus security guard. She was found near the altar in the church, uh, laying face up. An ice pick was found in the back of her head. Jesus Christ. With the handle broken off and missing. This woman just wanted to go pray after having an argument with her husband and somebody like an ice ice pick in her head. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, there were signs that she had been strangled and a two, three foot long altar candles were found on her body, one between her breasts and one in her vagina. Oh, oh my God, this poor child. Investigators found little evidence inside the church, but there was semen on a kneeling pillow near her body, a palm print on yet another candle initial tests ruled out Bruce, her husband and Stephen Crawford as suspects. And the case remained open for years in 2018, more advanced DNA tests concluded that the semen matched it definitively to Stephen Crawford, (gasps) the security guard. It's oh, always no. the ones that find the body. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. However, when investigators approached his home with a search warrant on June 28th, he shot himself in the head before he could be arrested um, or questioned. Stanford's scariest murder may have been resolved, but it's still a nightmare that will haunt the campus forever. Jeez. Wow. The security guard? Like, what? I bet you he probably came onto her. She said no. He got... Men, it's not okay. If a woman says no, just there's another woman out there that will say yes. Hey, the same the same goes for women. Women can be very very forward and aggressive about once. So no means no. If you can't find your yes, they have these wonderful adult stores you can go to that will fulfill all your fantasies. Yeah, probably that and some. Like maybe give you a new one who knows but it's okay if somebody says no yeah it's okay it's all right anyways number two oh this is what is up with ice boxes okay this is called the ice box murders 
On June 23, 1965, a pair of Houston police officers forced their way into an elderly couple, Fred and Edwana Rogers' house, after they failed to answer their phone calls for days. Okay. Oh. Upon entering the home, they found nothing amiss. Well, okay, really, that that really led you up to nothing. Thank you. Not. Uh, not yet. Okay, they opened the refrigerator and found what appeared to be several cuts of washed unwrapped meat sitting on the shelves everything is normal until they found the heads in the vegetable drawers of the refrigerator oh my god how did they fit a head in a vegetable drawer that had to be deep vegetable drawers because i can tell you right now i can maybe fit some broccoli and some carrots in ours so that's a one up top don't you have two of the vegetables at the bottom they're tiny as fuck like we have Uh a really small fridge it's annoying Oh, I think, I mean, we've got, ours. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could put a head in ours. You're going to have to maybe. Let me know. Like, you'd have to, like, I'm not really into the whole, you know, like, just lay your head in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be great. I'll just pull the drawer out, put it on, and take a picture. We'll do that. Yeah, see, it'll fit. If you cut me right here, <laughs> my head will fit. All right, anyway. Oh, my God, that's. Uh, okay. okay. Police later determined that the couple had been murdered on June 20th. Fred had been killed with a claw hammer to the head. Uh, his eyes had been gouged oh. out. Uh, Ed- Edwina had been beaten and shot execution style in the head before the couple were dismembered in their upstairs bathroom. Police were quickly pointed in the direction of the couple's son, Charles. That sounds like a killer's name. To all you Charles out there, I'm just so sorry. Uh, (laughs) uh, He was described as a recluse and had been living with them at the time of the murders. However, he disappeared shortly after the murders occurred. Suspicious. uh, And has never been located. Oh, lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. He was declared dead in. Absentina, Absentina in July of 1975, but the fact that the murderer disappeared and was free to kill again is exactly what makes this crime one of the scariest murders ever. But maybe, like, maybe he was, like, fucking psycho granny and, like, his parents left a dirty dish on the sink and he just lost his shit. He also had cuts of meat. Like, was he eating them? I doubt it. He probably just, just butchered them head. really nice and threw them in there. Maybe it's the only way he uh, knew how to fit them in the fridge. That was... <laughs> All right, number one. Number one, and this is a really famous murder. Everybody has heard about it. The Black Dahlia. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 15, 1947, a young woman was found murdered in a vacant lot on the west side of Norton Avenue in Los Angeles, California. She was horrifically mutilated. Her body had been cut in half at the waist and completely drained of blood. God, can you imagine how much time that would have taken? Ooh. Anyway, uh, her mouth had been slit from ear to ear, uh, and they call that the Glasgow smile. Glasgow smile. You know, the anyways, um, and entire portions of flesh had been cut from her breast and thighs. Uh, her name was Elizabeth Smart. 
the murder swept the media. Uh, it was and remains one of the most sensational murders ever. Uh, she earned the name, the nickname, the Black Dahlia, while she was living, for the way she styled her dark hair <clears throat> into a flower shape. Uh, there had also been some theories that it was derived from the Blue Dahlia, a film uh, murder mystery that had been released in April of the previous year. Investigators consumed Los Angeles police. Uh, they spent months tracking her movements uh, and talking to every boyfriend she had on the way. However, some of them were soldiers that had been shipped out uh, by the time the murder was discovered. Overall, the case yielded over 150 potential suspects. No arrests have ever been made, and the case remains unsolved. Uh, just two weeks after the murder, Republican State Assembly C. Don Field uh, used the case to introduce a bill calling the formation of sex offender registry. Oh, yeah, okay. So maybe they thought it was a sex offender that killed her? Uh, the state of California became the first state to make the registration of sexual offenders mandatory. Well, that's something good that came out of there. Yeah. Um, at least some good came out of Hollywood's scariest murders. Uh, the murder of the Black Dahlia remains a high public, um, remains high in the public consciousness. Uh, the case has been the basis for a dozen fiction and nonfiction book, films, and other media. Um, among the most famous fictional accounts of the Black Dahlia in 1987 novel by James Elroy, uh, that was adapted to film by Brian de Palar Palma in 2006. Uh, she also appeared in two episodes of America American's Horror Story. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like she appears in that. Frank Frey. And I, and I want to say, like, in have you seen American Horror Story? No, I uh, they. I think when I was going to try to watch it, it was like the circus one. And I was like, yeah, nope, I'm done. So like, <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> we were talking about it at work the other day and you can actually like skip around episodes because they don't tie into each other or seasons. The seasons don't tie into each other. So like okay. I watched the first season, which is the one with the black Dahlia in it. And she doesn't realize who she is, but one of the other characters does. Oh. And she tries to warn her, but of course it's already like, that's just the the way the story goes, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then I started watching season two, and it's terrible. And I was like, I really don't want to watch this. But <laughs> then I found out like you can skip because evidently season three is. Uh, uh, I don't remember, but it's supposed to be like a really good season. Oh okay. So I might pick that up and watch it. Yeah. Kind of skips skipping around the seasons. Yeah, but yeah, uh, after they came out with the circus one, I was like, nope, nope, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I, I do just, not need that. Nope, <laughs> don't need that in my life right now. We're, we're good. Are you sure, Sabrina? You don't want to watch Killer Clown? I'm sure that there's some kind of fucking clown that's like creepy and kills everybody. Because I mean, it's probably that's decked out like it as well. Probably. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But. I don't need that in my life. We're good. We're good. But there's my top six. Horrific I really think that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's pretty, uh, like the, I'm glad you read them backwards. Yeah. Like six is sad because like basically she just burned to death and died from her 98% burns. Yeah. I mean, the Black Dahlia, I was, I don't know. I think the one before that was scarier than the Black Dahlia. Yeah, more horrific, yeah. But to each their own, the icebox murder, the kids. Oh, hold, please. What just happened? He sneezed, so I yelled, bless you. Oh. I'm like, sorry, dude. Your podcast. Hey, at least your husband apologizes. Mine's telling me I need to change my mic settings. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. All right. Well, Anyways, those those are my stories. All right, blow us away. All right. Well, mine's not murder, and even though the term ghost comes up in mine, it's not really haunted. I just found it a very interesting thing, and there's a little bit of a sad tinge to it. A sad tinge. Uh oh. I don't want to cry. No, you're not going to cry. It doesn't go into details, but. All right. So, we're going to Washington State today. To Edward, isn't it? No. He's done killed another one. No sparkly vampire. No, no sparkly vampires. (laughs) No, no sparkly vampires. No werewolves. Um, In Woodenville, Washington, there's a log cabin that is for sale. For one point eight million dollars. Why but is it so much? I even mean, though is it's it like, huh? Why is it so much? Is uh, it like it's hundred square, hundred million square feet, like a little castle wood cabin house? It's almost four thousand square feet. It has oh, okay. three bedrooms, five baths, or four baths. I don't know why you need more bathrooms and bedrooms, but whatever. Um, it's pretty fancy. It's got a pool. It's got its own little bridge. It's got its own little oh. creek. Okay. It also comes with an 1800s-style ghost town. Fuck yes! Yeah, so... Let's do it! Yeah, okay, and it comes with five just... five acres of land. But you get a ghost town. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for $1.8 I should get more than five acres. Oh, you got a ghost town. It's a whole fucking ghost town. Yeah, but I think I'd want 10 acres. What if ghosties need to, like, walk around? So, (laughs) with this 1800-style ghost town, you get a saloon, you get a general store, a barbershop, and an old jail. Hell yeah! This ghost town, back when it lived in Sylvia, Washington, Sylvana, Washington, was known as Rusty Gulch. Oh. Ooh. So, Sylvana, Washington is still a town in Washington State with a population of 90 people. Wow. They don't even have a stoplight. I used to think Gilmer was small, but joke's on me. We have stoplights. Yes. Um, It was permanently moved and relocated to Woodenville, Washington by a man named Walter Jones, or Walter Doc was his nickname. He was obs- I feel like that was a lot of people's nickname back then. Yes. He was obsessed with the Old West, and he was constantly like gra- gathering relics and tidbits from the early 1800s forward. Okay. So, so he just 
bought these buildings and moved them? I don't even know if he bought them. I think he just said, I'll take these, thanks. And he took them to his property. It doesn't say wow. he ever purchased them. It just said he acquired them and moved them. <laughs> okay. Yep. Like, I'm just going to take this building right here. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. So wow. How okay. he moved it, I don't know. It's one whole piece. Like, it looks pretty cool. Um, But he acquired it to start putting his little relics in, his old West memorabilia. And he styled okay. each part of the building as if it were... Like, those relics belonged. So he stocked oh, the general wow. store with stuff that you would see in the general goods store. He put stuff in the barbershop that you would normally see, you know, in the barbershop during that time. Oh, that's so cool. He started running out of room. So he opened a museum and moved all of the stuff out of his little 1800s ghost town. And he called the museum Jones's Fantastic Museum. Okay. So this was like in the early 1900s. Okay. So from there, uh, Jones's Fantastic Museum, it was family oriented and it started to become a more unique collection of weird and amazing inventions. And so he, what he started doing, instead of just focusing on the Old West, he started taking in like old side show attraction stuffs, um, an old time, uh, like old time dime museum, like machines and stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. And he originally opened it in Snohomish County, and then he moved it to Seattle. So the man just kept collecting stuff and running out of room, so he would just move. Just move to yeah. somewhere bigger. Yeah. Typical hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> typical, <laughs> typical hoarder. Like, he but, was organized I mean, in it. Yeah. Yeah. He was organized, and he was showing it off, and that's cool. Yep. So... Okay. In, uh, the museum that he had in Seattle was open from 1963 to 1980. Wow, okay. Yep. In the early 1970s, Doc Jones committed suicide. His family oh. is the reason it stayed open f until the 1980s. It doesn't say okay. how or why or... And anytime I try to Google, you know... Dr. Walter Jones or Doc Walter Jones or Walter Jones. I just got the articles for this log cabin is for sale with this ghost town. I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell. I don't want to buy it. <laughs> I just want to know what happened. I just want to know why he committed suicide. Okay. All right. Um, in 1973, his family started moving everything to the third floor um, as they renovated the museum part upstairs. Okay. But the family didn't want anything to do with the museum. So two years later, they donated the entire collection to the Seattle Children's Hospital per Jones's will. So Jones did not want anything of his collection split up. Like he wanted it to stay together forever. Okay. It's stipulated that if the museum contents were to be sold. It would have to be sold as a whole and not broken up. Eventually, I think it was two years later, a guy bought the whole collection. Very confused why he had to buy the whole collection, but he did it. And he opened up his own museums, I want to say, in Oregon. Excuse me. And it stayed, like, he hopped around and he ended up splitting up the contents because, you know, he bought it. So now it is his. Yeah, he so knew what he wants. He split it up into various smaller 
museums, but a lot of them failed because of lack of interest. And one of them was closed down by the city because he put up a Ferris wheel behind the museum. But it didn't say why, like, they had to cancel it. Or, like, why the, the county made him close it down. It didn't go into detail. I mean, he wasn't trying to give rides on the Ferris wheel, right? I'm sure you have to have permits or something. It might have been what it was. I think he was. Like, he was trying to make it into, like, a theme parky museum thing. Uh, yeah. But maybe he didn't have the right permits. Probably not. But That's what I'm by 1990s, most of the contents were distributed or sold off, and the museums, Jones and Fantastic Museum, no longer exists. But the 1800s ghost town that is in the backyard of this $1.8 million log cabin property uh-huh. has been refurbished. Oh. And it looks like the buildings look as if they came out of. A time portal. So the outsides look very old. Yeah. But the insides look very modern. So like they've been uh, maintained, repainted, like replastered to make them more, uh, I don't know, survive against time, I guess. Um, And they've taken out the walls between the buildings. And so it's just like a very open floor plan so you can walk from one end to the other oh cool and i was thinking man if i won the lottery let's go to the bank we'll just get a loan and call yeah. it a day like i want to live in washington state so that works and then i get my own ghost town that would work and just think like you could legit turn that into like an airbnb thing fuck yeah so but I, you don't want to piss off your ghosties. I hear that the, they tolerate it every now and then, but you don't want to piss off your yeah, ghosties. You, you got to give them sacrifices or something. Oh, my God. No baby sacrifices, though. So. Like, just give them a beer. They'll be they'll be fine. One for me, one for my ghosties. They, exactly. <laughs> Fucking serendipity right there. Like, just the zen of the ghosty town. So, yeah, um, I couldn't find anything on... Rusty Gulch. I couldn't find anything other than the population of Silvana, Washington. So it's like it's cool. It's a cool little highlight. It's sad that Doc Jones committed suicide. There's no telling why. Yeah. It's probably because he ran out of room. There was nowhere else to go. There's no stories of it being haunted, but it's an 1800s fucking ghost town. Yeah. It looks really cool, though. But yeah, the saloon. Oh, and that was the thing. Like, in the saloon, he put in, like, a card table and stuff. Sabrina's looking very serious right now. Oh, she's laughing. Oh, God. They're talking about the hurricane, for sure. She's shaking her head. Is she going to look out the window? <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Eric went out back and he said that he could hear the wind, but nothing was moving. So, you know, he it's was like, it's just level. really creepy. Yeah. 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 So you can hear it, but where we are, nothing is moving. So it's kind of weird. It's our first hurricane. We're, we're enjoying all aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Anywho. So, yeah. So. That's my story. It's, town. Not, it's not very long. But it's cool. It's interesting. I just wish, like, I wasn't broke as fuck and I had $1.8 million just laying around. 
so you can have a ghost town? Fuck, I'd offer them a hundred thousand more than what it's worth just so I could have it. <laughs> like I know you want one point eight million, but how does one point nine sound? I mean, you gotta make sure that you get it. So Oh, and I was reading there is like on the property itself, there's a five or seven car garage and then there's room to park at least forty more vehicles. Why you would need 40 vehicles on this wow. plot of land, I'll never know. Um, but I think that would be like a really cool Airbnb thing. And imagine how booked out it would be in Halloween. Fuck yeah. That's so cool. You should also be able, like, if you were going to do that, I would also open up, like, camping areas. Yeah. Like, like you got five fucking camping areas. acres, yeah. Oh man, there's so much potential with this thing. Anyway, so that's that's my thing. Rusty Gold, eighteen hundred. That's awesome. Ghost Town. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We have uh, not nearly as intense as yours, but oh, well, you know, I literally copied and pasted from the my one website, and I'm gonna have to find pictures because I have not, no idea. <laughs> I'll have I'll try to have six pictures of something. Oh, yeah, you can get, like, one of each. That's what I'm going to try to do. We'll see. Shall see. Well, this was fun. It's going to be a much shorter episode than our aliens discussion, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry, guys, you know, hurricane and all. Yeah. We're just going to blame hurricane. Yeah. But. That works. We, uh, yeah. That was fun. It was fun. That was fun. Sticking to the randomness of our topics. I just kind of. Heck, yeah. Far right ghost town. <laughs> That's not haunted yeah. that I can find. Yeah. No. You know there's ghosties out there. there has they're to just be. waiting for it's Yeah, they're like just the waiting saloon. for the right. Yeah. I bet if you yep. set up a card table or something. Oh yeah. Get some serious activity. One of those Leads pianos. Some cards. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. One of those old school pianos. Hell yeah. Anyway, like I'm really sad I don't have that kind of money. I mean, um, I really want to win the lottery that I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That yeah. is exactly how I feel. Yeah. So anyway, well, that, you know, this was fun. You know, if we were, well, no, we couldn't even do that because we would get caught. What? I mean, we could go rob a bank or something. But... No, no. I don't think uh, I don't think we would be very good criminals. It'd be right up there with the oh man, I just murdered my wife. I need a freezer, <laughs> some sheets, and I'm gonna rent a wood chipper. And a wood chipper. Yeah. Yep. And I'm gonna rent the wood chipper. Yeah, I'm rent. not even gonna buy it. Wow. I wonder how much it costs to rent a wood chipper. I don't know. I should just <laughs> If your husband ever pisses you off, just put a wood chipper in the front yard. And just be like, keep talking. No. What is it? There's a movie. Don't do that, people. Do not do that. Do not wood chip your husband or your wife yeah, or your friends. It's, yeah, it's frowned upon. There's a movie. I think it's called Tucker and Tail. Wow. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale. Okay. 
<laughs> like it sounds like a really dirty show. Maybe not something I want to see, but no. I'm going to take your word for it. Okay? Anyway, it's very funny, and it does involve a wood chipper. And it's like a comedy horror movie. Oh, okay. It's actually very funny. So if you get a chance, you should watch it during your hurricane okay. party. During my hurricane party. Hey, I'm just excited that we still have power. Yeah. Like. Just give it until one o'clock and see how you go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure here in a few hours, it's going to get pretty dicey. But. You have to give me an update. Let me know you're still alive. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I keep trying to like, you know, family is pretty worried. So I keep trying to. Yeah. Text them every few hours. Let them know we're good. Uh, Samantha did say that. Um, I needed to keep my phone charged and close because they need to be able to contact me at all times. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Gotcha. And so. All right. Well. All right. Find our episode goodness on coffeechaoschatter.com. Facebook. Instagram. I do Discord. Discord. Yeah. That is, that is going. Um, I'll post a dummy's guide to discord for those of you that don't know what it is um i found a good one to share with my mother so i'll post oh, it on our facebook yeah and okay we'll go from there uh you could post it on the website if you wanted i don't know where you i think it. i have it on the website on okay. the website no i meant the discord. the dummy's guide oh yeah i can do that send it to him yeah okay um, i'll just put it in our little on our little tab thing yep it's set up pretty nice okay. so Great success. Uh, we're at over 300 downloads. Woo-woo. Thanks, y'all. But we need oh, more we, we need more followers. We would appreciate more followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure. And, uh, yeah. Followers. Uh, so if you go to our web page, our website, coffeecastchatter.com, and you click on the link, find us, um, if you click on any of the pictures, it'll take you straight to the podcast. And then, of course, I have Discord, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff on there, too. So all you have to do is click on the pictures. I've really made it easy yep. to get to where you're going. And for Discord, you don't have to download anything. You can just click on the little picture, and I'll take you straight to our page. Easy. Um, and you can chat with us and ask us questions and Tell us about your experiences or just say hey or or sub or send us know, some scary us stories. Little... We'll read them. There you go. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Don't send us murder stories though. Like I mean if you murdered somebody, <laughs> please send me that story. But send it anonymously because then I'll feel obligated to turn you in. Yeah. But you could, you know, you could say your friend. Oh yes. Just asking for a friend. Do you hear my cat? No. He's mad because he's locked out. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Okay. Anyway. Until. Anywho. Next time. Bye. Bye.